Welcome, welcome to the Creative Minds Podcast. I am so grateful that you chose my podcast to listen to, where we have raw, honest conversations that leave you inspired, empowered, learning something new, and give you tips and advice to make you feel unstuck. So this is your host, Ida Tilio, and I'm super excited for you to check out this episode. So welcome everyone to another episode of The Creative Minds. Joining me here today is Mark Savant. So Mark, can you introduce yourself and tell us what you do and who you are? Gosh, Ida, thank you so much for bringing me on the show. I am a creator at heart. I remember drawing and doodling back when I was in elementary school. So mm-hmm. I love this concept of a show. Uh, right now, again, creator at heart. I'm big into communication. Specifically, mm-hmm. I'm really interested in video and audio communication and in how it's evolving. So mm-hmm. what I'm really obsessed with is taking 30-minute mm-hmm. video conversations, just like we're having now, mm-hmm. and then repurposing and distributing all over the web. Mm -hmm. So you can create your network, you can create attention and authority very, very rapidly. And it's a great way to stand out. So that's what my passion is, taking Mm -hmm. video interviews and then redistributing across the web. And why did you choose to take this path? Well, so that, I mean, I could give you the long story. I'm just going to keep it short, right? Um, I recognize I've been, I've been in the insurance industry for over a decade, running a small office and I kind of recognized that the way that my life was charting and the way that the business was charting, I, I kind of recognized that in the future, I might have, I might be in a bad spot, right? Mm-hmm. I might not have the skills to compete with people because mm-hmm. everyone else knows how to create these awesome videos or, you know, I know how to call people on the phone and sell insurance yeah. and help with insurance, right? Um, a, I wasn't super passionate about that. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. It's optimal to be in something you're passionate about. And yeah. B, we need to continuously be challenging ourselves now because new things are happening every single day. Electric cars, tunnels, uh, algorithms, mm-hmm. Bitcoin. There's all these things that are happening um, and we've seen them accelerate too. Mm-hmm. So at any rate, I said, I need to start trying new things. I need to start developing skills that are gonna be relevant that in this changing world. And for me personally, I love having conversations like this. I love networking with people and I love shooting video. So it was just kind of a natural fit. Hey, I'm going to start this. Two years ago, two, two and a half years ago, when I first started, I was terrible. Yeah. They were not good. The videos were yeah. not good. But over time, you get better and better and better. And I just can't wait to see where I'm at in, in five years. It's, it's just, I don't know. It's exciting when you start getting comfortable with discomfort and you start yeah. to see personal growth. And, and it just won't happen if you're sitting on the sidelines doing the same thing that you've always done. Yeah. I think now more so than ever is a really important time to be trying new things. Mm-hmm. What about video interviews? Because you talked about a video and audio, which are totally different. So what about the video that you're passionate about? What about the audio that you like? So why two different areas? Yeah, well, you know, things are always changing. And, you know, the way that we're communicating is changing every day. It used to be that you'd meet up at the mall, at the arcade. And then it was, you know, you meet up at the coffee shop. And now it's, we're meeting people at home. So I I just find it very interesting the way that human connectivity is is evolving. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, Ida, what what I think is really important in this day and age Mm -hmm. is building no like and trust with as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of different ways that we can go about doing that. One of the reasons that I love video is because you're able to scale your production Mm -hmm. without taking out as much time. You're able to, you know, when you put the right systems in place and the right people in place, Mm -hmm. you can 
take a 30 minute conversation and create hours of content across multiple platforms. Mm -hmm. And you can have, you can pay other people or automate the process. So you're not spending all day on mm -hmm. Twitter, all day on Facebook. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And what kind of content are you trying to bring out? So my show, my mm -hmm. video podcast is called The After Hours Entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And so my goal is to bring on experts to help people take their side hustle full time. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you've got a podcast and you're trying to monetize it, my show is great for you. If you're trying to do that with video, maybe you're trying to learn, hey, how can I grow my presence with social media? What's hot right now? So I'm just trying to bring on all the experts, mm -hmm. you know, and that's one of the reasons I like video podcasting because I can't be an expert in everything, Yeah, you know, Yeah. but you know, we could talk about this a little bit. I'm hosting a clubhouse room next week with several big time YouTubers, experts. I can't answer all these questions, yeah. but if I can get Marissa Romero and Owen video, I'm trying to get Roberto Blake on there. Yeah. You know, once you get these experts on there, um, you know, it's, it's super, super powerful. And then you can, mm -hmm. again, redistribute it across the web in different ways. Mm -hmm. And how do you manage to connect with such um, successful people in those areas? Sure. That is a fantastic question, Ida. And the answer is it's always changing. I actually have an entire video. It's like 15 minutes long on my YouTube channel, Mark Savant mm -hmm. Media, that goes into all the nuts and bolts. Um, but I would say this, you know, you yeah. want to stand out. A, you want to stand out. So how can we stand out? Firstly, a lot of DMs that, that people get are just uh, a pitch, you know, hey, mm -hmm. you know, can you buy this product for me, you know, can you network? How can you, but what it's about is creating reciprocity. Mm. It's creating so much value for that person up front that they can't ignore you, yeah. you know? Yeah. So ways you can do that are shit, you know, liking and commenting on their posts, sharing their posts. Um, and then, you know, finding these, these kind of back alley areas. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I'm big into is attention arbitrage to steal a Gary Vaynerchuk term um, in that, I'll give you a perfect example. Evan Carmichael, over yeah. 3 million followers on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but he has a very small channel on YouTube. It's like a, a live gaming channel where he gives one-on-one -on -one advice in real time on his channel. Yeah. And I was able to lock in an interview with him. And that interview is going to be going live pretty soon just because I started engaging with him in a place where I could stand out. Yeah. So again, I think the key here is finding huge people that you're very interested in and then finding out places where they're active, but maybe don't have as large of a following. Yeah. Yeah. I actually met him in person. Uh, and I, he was like doing like an interview, like he was kind of like asking some questions. So I met him in person. He's pretty awesome. He's very chill. Like he's so down to earth. Uh, definitely an interesting vibe. Um, I love that. Um, so now you're a host of, let's just start off with the, with the podcast. So you're a host of the After Hour Entrepreneur. How do you manage? Because I know you're working and you're doing this after work, right? After hour. So how do you manage both? So that's a great question. I, I also am a father of two young ones and I'm married. And so I got, yeah, I got a lot going on. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So A, I think sometimes people get overwhelmed when they see the, what I'm doing, right? Yeah. Because, you know, three to five YouTube videos a week, three podcast episodes a week, Instagram posts, LinkedIn posts, you know, I'm, I'm very active across multiple channels. Yeah. Um, but I also have a team, you know, I've got three people that are, that are helping, okay. you know? So I think to answer your question, how do you manage this? A, you just focus on taking one step forward every day. Yeah. Because when you, when you start to look at the big picture and all these different things you can be doing, it can be completely overwhelming. And mm -hmm. I still feel overwhelmed sometimes too. There yeah. are days where I wake up and I look at my list. And I'm like, yeah. I don't even know where to start. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but I think that if you just start with, hey, I'm going to 
try to just make a little bit of progress today mm. and you, you kind of keep doing that and you double down on what works, keep mm. trying new things, keep trying to be a little bit better. And then, you know, for me with my video podcast, I've got it down to almost a science. I've mm. got um, tons of word tracks for my assistants to use. I have video training tutorials for assistants to, to leverage. When I, so when I bring on a new assistant, I just send, Hey, here's a series of videos. You can watch it. It'll get you caught up to speed with what we're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, it's about, you know, getting thoughtful, getting, getting on a pen on paper and just writing down all of your steps and your processes, and then just kind of streamlining from there. How do you find the right team? That, that Ida is a very difficult question. I think yeah. getting the right people onto your team is probably the most important skill and one of the most challenging skills to develop yeah. as, as a leader. It's, it's very, very yeah. difficult and it takes time. I, you know, just for me personally, it took me six months mm. to find a virtual assistant, six months. Yeah. You might find someone much more quickly. And that's something I focus on and trying to help people kind of get past all these mistakes that I made. Yeah. Um, but the answer is it takes time. Um, but you can also put in a good vetting process, mm. right? Uh, I heard a great tip on Clubhouse the other day, which yeah. I, I, we can talk about too. But this is a fantastic tip. It's when you want someone to join your team, yeah. have them send you not just a resume with a bunch of screenshots of what they've done. Yeah. Have them send you a video, video a short yeah. video saying, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm interested in. This is what I can bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And so that's been powerful. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that I found, Ida, which is, is hard to take action on, but as you continue to do what you're doing at a high level, mm -hmm. people will notice and people will be attracted to you. And so some of my best team members uh, have come to me yeah. because they've seen what I do and they just want to work for free. They just want to be part of it, you know, and, and that takes, that takes some time. Mm -hmm. um, but, and then my third tip would be, be as clear as possible up front with what you need, with mm -hmm. what your expectations are. That's been a big, that was a big mistake that I made up front. Mm -hmm. I brought someone on for one thing and I started having them do other things and it, and it didn't work out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You wanna be clear about what you want them doing. Mm -hmm. And um, I saw another post that you had where you talked about power of empower, the power of empowering others. Can you tell me a bit more about why do you care about that? Well, wow. I mean, that is, that is the magic sauce. You know, I think that it's really easy as humans to be very selfish, right? We yeah. want more for us. We want more followers, more subscribers. And so, you know, we focus all of our messaging around me, yeah. I help me subscribe, yeah. hit my like button, you know, yeah. when really it's about trying to deliver as much valuable information to your community as possible. Um, it's again, that law of reciprocity, you provide value to someone, you, you change their life. I had John Lee Dumas on my show. He's the host yeah. of entrepreneurs on fire, millions and millions of, I think he's got like hundred million listens or something huge show. And he said, Mark, you changed someone's life. And at the time I was like, yeah, that sounds obvious. I changed someone's life. You're like, yeah. duh. Yeah. How do I actually do that? Um, and the answer is it's showing up, it's listening to people. And it's trying to find ways that you can stand out above the noise. Mm. How can you give value to someone so that their life is improved? And how can you actually get their attention and stand out above the noise? Those are the, some of the things I'm really thinking about as we go into 2021 and beyond. Mm -hmm. What are your goals for 2021 in terms of um, creating videos such audio communications? Sure. So one of my goals is to hit the thousand subscriber mark on YouTube. I want to get there preferably within quarter one and 
it, it looks like it, it could be achievable. I've got 500,000 views. I think 550,000 views on YouTube now, but I only have 550 subscribers. So that's one of my goals is, is yeah. YouTube. Um, and then B is to try to build up my network of guests on my show. Because from a podcasting standpoint, yeah. the more great guests you have on your show, the more people are going to pay attention. Um, and it's kind of cool, Ida, what happens when you get one great guest and you can kind of leverage them to get another great guest and, and so on and so forth. And we can kind of talk about some strategy there mm -hmm. as well. But that's one of my big goals, network mm -hmm. with as many people as possible. Again, I hate to keep going back to this, but Clubhouse has been really powerful for me as well mm -hmm. in, in connecting with people that I've been trying to get on Instagram for yeah. you know months, if not years. And then all of a sudden I, I find myself in a room having a conversation with them. Yeah. And, and that's just been like, whoa. I mean, I've yeah. been doing these DMs and reach outs and, and emails and yeah. all these different ways to stand out. Then all of a sudden I'm in a room in a room with people it's 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 kind of magic it's pretty yeah. cool so so i've really noticed that you're truly passionate about the clubhouse can you share a bit um so i'm familiar with clubhouse but some people are still not familiar i'm not sure how to deal with it and work around it so can you just give me an understanding of what clubhouse is how people can leverage that how you can connect how you can build your audience um yeah sure so again clubhouse i'm excited about because it really just went live in december Okay. December of 2020. So at mm -hmm. this point, it's been live for maybe 60 days. Yeah. Okay. Super fresh. And if you know anything about social media, you realize that when a platform is brand new, that's the best time to get in. Yeah. Right. Because you can kind of start taking up that attention real estate as soon as you can. So A, yeah. that's interesting to me. So just kind of real briefly for anyone who's not familiar with it, uh, Clubhouse is an audio only app. Mm -hmm. There's no DMing text. Yeah. There's no video. It's all audio. And the way that it works is it's, it's kind of like a bunch of rooms. Now the rooms can range from five people just having a conversation about a topic like mm -hmm. creativity or podcasting, um, or it can be 5,000 people in a room listening to someone give a keynote like Grant Cardone yeah. just as an example. Um, but where the magic is with Clubhouse is as a a listener, it's very easy for you to engage. You press a button, which raises your hand, quote unquote, and you can get the opportunity to go on stage and either ask a question or give some sort of insight based on that topic. Mm. And correct me if I'm wrong. Have you ever gotten a text from someone, Ida, and you read it one way, but it was actually meant to, to be something different? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and so that's one of the cool things about Clubhouse is you can't hide, you know, you can't hide behind someone writing out your text or editing or doing all these, you know, kind of fancy screen effects. It's, yeah. can you communicate effectively with your voice? And it's, it's, it's just really interesting. Again, I don't know where we're going to be in five years with yeah. the app, yeah. but I know right now there's just unprecedented access to people in the conversations, which is why I'm so bullish on it right now. Just like most social media platforms, one of your goals is to get more followers, mm -hmm. right? More subscribers, yeah. more followers. And the best way to get more followers on Clubhouse is to get on stage and get your voice heard, just be yeah. heard, yeah. which can be a, one of the problems that we'll see kind of work its yeah. way is sometimes you have six people all trying to talk over one another yeah. and, and that you have to be somewhat aggressive, I think, mm. in, at least when you get to the bigger rooms. Mm -hmm. To give input, you have to be on stage. You have to be yeah. invited on stage. Okay. So if you're, because remember, there's no text. So yeah. if you're just a, a quote unquote listener, it's, it's going to be harder for you any, mm -hmm. to engage. Mm -hmm. um, so this is another interesting thing about Clubhouse specifically. 
because there's no text back and forth inside the app, mm -hmm. people go off the app to communicate. So yeah. just being on Clubhouse the last several days, I was able to get a huge increase in my Instagram. I think my Instagram following has grown about 10% because wow. people heard yeah. me on Clubhouse. They say, I like what Mark has to say. I'm going to connect with him on Instagram. I'm going to send him a message. It's, yeah. it's kind of rising the, the, the tide on, on multiple platforms at once. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, so, and when you when you're going there, how like how can you get speakers to to speak on? Let's say you want to start your room now, okay? Uh, how can you say, okay, I want this person to be a speaker. I don't I don't want this person to be a speaker. How do you how do you arrange it? Like, do you connect with people off um uh, like off Clubhouse and say, you know what, you want to start your room? How do you get all this together? Yeah. So. Okay, so there are a couple of questions there. Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as letting people come on stage, that's super simple. Okay. When you open up the app, yeah. someone will just, you know, press the button to raise their hand, then a big green yeah. light will flash in front of you. You can say yeah. accept or decline, or you can go check their profile, look at their bio. Um, but if you're starting your first room, which mm -hmm. I strongly recommend anyone listening, yeah. A, get on Clubhouse, B, start your own room. Um, what... I've, 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 I've hosted a couple rooms now. What, what I would recommend is like you said, Ida, try to connect with someone who's passionate about that topic mm -hmm. and maybe has a, a level of expertise to say, Hey, I want to start a room Tuesday at nine. Do you want to come? And then you, you can um, add them as a moderator. Um, mm -hmm. So that's, that's basically the way you would want to start a room. I would say above all, just start, just try to get a, a feel for the flow mm -hmm. of how it works. Um, you know, I don't want to get too tactical because we can yeah. go really deep on yeah. all these strategies. And, and I will be posting a ton of YouTube content on this topic as well uh -huh. to get super granular on how to host a great room, how to get more followers, how to yeah. get people engaged, you know, how to uh, moderate a room. Because that's the other thing, you know, yeah. you hear people talking about how to correctly moderate a room because yeah. you don't want to have six people talking over one another and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So what is the, what is like the, the, one of the best rooms that you like to engage with so that people can go and attend that? So that's a great question. Mm -hmm. uh, I think when you first log on, you're going to be tempted to join these rooms with thousands of people yeah. and you're just, you're just kind of a number sitting in the crowd. You're going to have a hard time, I think, getting value out of the platform doing uh -huh. that. So I recommend joining rooms that have 30 people or less. Okay. okay. You join a smaller room, 30 people or less, you raise your hand, you go on stage, you ask a question that's relevant. Yeah. Um, and then maybe you give some feedback and that's the best way I think to start. You start mm -hmm. by joining a few of these smaller rooms and you're going to mm -hmm. develop relationships and then you're going to have these conversations offline and then mm -hmm. you're going to maybe be invited to moderate and it just kind of grows from there. But it can be a real time sink if you're sitting in these huge rooms and you're just kind of passively listening. You're not actually taking steps forward. Again, just go back to the very beginning. It's all about being a little bit better than yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's mm -hmm. what life's about. Just be a little mm -hmm. bit better. And mm -hmm. if you're sitting passively in a room of thousands of people, you're, you're going to have a hard time making that, yeah. that step forward. Mm -hmm. So now we're talking about how you can get engaged, how you can start a room. But for me, beyond all this, what is the purpose of you wanting to build your network? What is the purpose of you wanting to have more people listen to your audio and to your video? Like, what, is it, what, are, what are you intending to do after building up this following? What is the purpose? Well, 
you can change the world. You know, the more people that know you, the more people that can listen to your voice, the more you can change the world, the, the, the more easily your, your art and your creativity can get out there and thrive. I mean, that's one of the things that's amazing about living in 2021. Mm. You know, you can actually make a living off of your creative passion, whether mm. that's audio, whether that's video, whether that's painting, whether that's graphic design, you can actually make money. But in order to do that, you need to have people's attention. You could be the best artist. You could be the Van Gogh of our time. But if yeah. nobody knows you, it, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So th I think that's why Clubhouse is, 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 is important right now. It's, uh -huh. it's just a good way to reach more people. Um, but also, over the course of the past week, I, I can remember three specific moments where I was yeah. on stage and, and chatting. Not huge rooms, maybe 30 people, maybe 50 people. Mm -hmm. Someone would come on stage, ask a specific question, and I was able to give them a very customized, specific answer. I'll give you an example. Someone was like, Mark, how can I, you know, I'm trying to make videos, but I'm having trouble finding inspiration. I don't know what to post about. Yeah. I, said, I said, listen, are you on Facebook? Are you in any groups or communities? She's like, yeah. I'm like, go to those groups, go to those communities and just start scrolling down. What are the questions that people are asking in those groups? Mm -hmm. Start making videos to answer those questions. Mm -hmm. And then when those questions pop up, just interject, hey, great question. I actually shot a video on this. Here's a video. And that is, you could get infinite mm. pieces of, of content or, uh, or ideas just from listening to what people are asking. Mm -hmm. And so she walked away with like her mind blown saying, Mark, thank you so much. Now she follows me on six different platforms. Yeah. And she said, literally, this has changed my life. I have never had that experience on any other platform. Yeah. Um, and so that's one of the reasons I'm excited about it. It just gives you such a powerful way to connect with people. It's, it's yeah. really exciting. So my primary focus is on uh, digital marketing, YouTube, podcasting. Those are my LinkedIn as well. Those are my main rooms. But yeah, there's all sorts of topics. So whatever your niche, whatever your level of expertise is, mm -hmm. you can definitely find people having those conversations. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, again, I think, you know, as I go into 2021 and I'm trying to think about how I can take my creativity to the next level, mm -hmm, how I can mm -hmm. reach more people, mm -hmm. I think honing down on a specific niche that you're really excited about, you're an expert in it, that's your superpower, yeah. you know, um, finding that and then finding places where people are having those conversations is, is what you want to do, whether that's YouTube, whether that's Pinterest or yeah. Clubhouse. Um, but I just think that right now is, is it, Clubhouse is just the really the hot new thing. Yeah. We'll see how it plays out. But right now it's hot. Okay. And do, how do you, like for me, I'm just starting to start trying to think. So now you want to start a room yourself. How now you have, a, let's say you have a moder moderator with you on, on the room, but then how can you get people to come and enter your room and be active in that room? Sure. So A, your title is a big deal. You know, okay. having a nice title, this is, again, this goes across all social yeah. media, have a good title. It's pretty, pretty generic, yeah. um, but have a good title. Um, you want to have the right moderators. You know, if you bring in moderators that are also experts in that field, what Clubhouse is going to do is it's going to, essentially, it's going to let people know when they're scrolling down, mm -hmm. who's in what room. And so if they see, oh, Ida's in this room, I like her. Oh, mm -hmm. and John Smith is in this room. He's great too. I'm going to join this room. Mm. Right. So that's, that's one way, just bringing in moderators that have a good amount of followers mm. so that people will see your room more easily. Mm -hmm. And again, right now, mm -hmm. because the app is so new, it's much easier to stand out mm. in a year and two years. It's going to be harder to stand out unless you have more followers and so mm -hmm. on and so forth. The second thing you can do as a moderator is you can continuously or, um, 
you know, on a fairly regular basis, ask everyone in the room to hit the plus button. Make sure you hit the plus button and ping, quote unquote, all of your followers. That allows you to invite, give a personal invite to people yeah. that you have connections with. Yeah. Say, hey, I'm having a great conversation with Ida and Mark. Come join in. Come join mm -hmm. the conversation. So that's mm -hmm. another way you can grow mm -hmm. your room. Mm -hmm. But don't you think when people come and look at the group and they see like there's only three people, they're going to, you know, you know, let's say like, okay, there's only three people. Let's close this. I want to try something else. So the answer is yes and no. I mean, there's a lifeblood to it, but mm. the reality is you're not going to know, you know, you don't know until you try, mm. um, you know, there's, there's definitely some risk because when you're not the host of a room, you can easily kind of bounce around to different rooms, mm. try to get on as many stages as you can, mm -hmm. you know, um, but listen, we're creators. I'm here to create, yeah. Yeah. right? I don't want to yeah. sit passively back. I want to create. And we all know this, that when you're creating your first creation, nobody's going to care. Your mm. second creation maybe a couple people more will mm -hmm. care. And mm -hmm. then over time, mm -hmm. more and more people will, will care because you're going to get better at it. Your exposure is going to get better. And I think it's going to work out the same way with Clubhouse. But again, mm -hmm. right now, early 2021, you're going to be able to stand out. You're going to have good people. You know, if you get some good moderators in the room, they're giving good advice on a, an important topic. Mm -hmm. People will come, people will listen. And then the more people you can get engaged in the conversation, I think the better. Mm -hmm. For anyone that's that's not watching, I have automations, defined systems. These are priorities of mine right now yeah. that I'm really focused on. So what do you mean by defined systems? Well, what I say by defining systems, and in, in we can kind of go back to the beginning of the conversation, is when you're bringing on team members, when you're bringing yeah. on virtual assistants, when you're trying to find technology that can help automate your processes, mm -hmm. you need to define what your systems are. So Let's yeah. say when we're podcasting, for example, just again, as an example, what's my system for reaching out to someone, for booking mm -hmm. the interview, for sending the follow-ups, you know, for sending the post-production invite? What is my social media? Once you define all those processes, you can find ways to, you know, expedite yeah. them, make them better and so on and so forth. Okay, awesome. So thank you so much for sharing all that. So we talked a bit about your, your podcast, why you're doing what you're doing. And we talked about Clubhouse. So thank you so much for all this, like, amazing feedback and advice for anyone starting new on Clubhouse. So now I got a bunch of questions just for you about you personally and just your mindset about things. No, uh, so what is uh, the moment that you regret the most? The moment I regret the most, I think looking back, I don't have one specific time, but there have been several points in, in my life mm -hmm. where I started something and then I, I stopped, I yeah. gave it up because there was another shiny object that I wanted to chase yeah. or it became too hard. And yeah. I look back and I'm like, man, if I would just double down yeah. and kept through it, how much farther would I be at today? Yeah. Um, so I have a hard time saying I regret it because I'm happy with where I'm at right now Yeah. as far as my life balance goes um, and my progress goes. But I would say if I look back, there are points in my time where I, I think I could have um, dedicated more time and effort to a a project mm -hmm. and I and I just didn't get all the way there so I'd mm -hmm. say that's my biggest regret mm -hmm. if you would and to ask you about this point because honestly it's something like definitely most of us face and this idea of not finishing to completion because there's some people who like are just driven on finishing and it's amazing because they get the job done there are other people who like really enjoy sometimes the journey and never commit to finishing so why is it or what stopped you in the way from finishing the thing that you're working on well multiple reasons, but I think for creators and, yeah. and myself, perfection paralysis is yeah. a killer. You yes. know, you, 
and I, yeah. I really subscribe to uh, done is better than perfect because yeah. you can spend all, you know, gosh, I, yeah. I delayed the release of my show probably about three months trying to figure out the perfect name, yeah. right? It's such yeah. a silly thing. It's just a yeah. name. Well, name's important, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the perfection paralysis has been one of my, my issues. Yeah. Now I'm asking you this because I've noticed something in like all the creatives, for some reason, it's something that, you know what, they have to force. I had another person talking about how he wanted to write his book and he's like, he never finishes anything. But then he was like, you know what, I got to finish this. So I think it's a thing that I'm noticing, but we'll see. Um, so who is a person you look up to or your, your role model? Hold on. Hold on one second. My dog's barking. Yeah. No worries. Do you want to rephrase the question real quick? Yeah. So who's a person you look up to? So many, there's so many great people. Um, mm -hmm. I mentioned, I mentioned Pat Flynn. So I'll say that that's someone I definitely look up to. He's done a thing on YouTube where he's gone live on YouTube over 300 days in a row. And if mm -hmm. there's something that I've struggled with personally, it's that, like we talked about consistency um, in perseverance. And I just have so much admiration for someone that can say, I'm going to do this and be consistent with it. That is mm -hmm. really hard mm -hmm. as creators. You know, it, it can be really hard when you're, especially when you're working on something difficult and challenging, mm -hmm. you're not seeing the fruits of your labor. Yeah. So I really, really respect Pat Flynn's yeah. consistency awesome. and persistence. And how would you describe yourself in three words? Better than yesterday. No, I mean, describe yourself. I'm not just like a statement, like who you are as an individual? Well, Creative. I would say, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough. I would say um, father, husband, creator, I think is, is, is pretty good, but wow, that's a tough question. Describe yourself in three words. Um, yeah. Husband, father, creator. I think it's a yeah. good way of putting yeah. out there. Yeah. I love that. So if you had all the money in the world, how would you spend that money? Whew. Now that's a tough question because, you know, money, money can do terrible things to a human being. Mm -hmm. um, if I had all the money in the world, what would I do with it? Mm -hmm. um, well, I can say, you know, just the, gr the, the ground level is I would probably get a nicer place, uh, probably somewhere near the beach. I would love to wake up. One of my goals, and this is important, I think, as a creator, as an entrepreneur, um, that you're focused on what your, you know, what your goals are, what's your vision. I would love mm -hmm. to wake up and go jogging on the beach every morning mm -hmm. and feel this, this sea in my face and the salty air. I love that. I love that. I love that. You can see I got palm trees in my, yeah. in my background here. So, so that's one thing from a selfish standpoint, yeah. I'd probably get a place where I could go jogging on the beach in the morning. I could drink coffee on the beach. Um, one of the topics that's really important to me right now is education. I feel like our schools are really failing our, kids on a, on a, on a just tremendous basis here in the United States. So I would, I would definitely get involved in some sort of education. I'll give you an example. Ida, I was speaking at a local high school. Again, I've been in the insurance and financial industry business for over a decade. And so one of the teachers invited me to speak to the students. So I'm in there, I'm speaking with the students. I've, I've done two of these now. I've spoken to about 70 kids in total. Not one kid knew what a credit rating was. Not one. These are seniors in high school. Not yeah. one kid knew what a credit rating was. They might know like, you know, I mean, they, they're going to know all this stuff, like how to dissect a toad, yeah. but they don't know what a credit rating is. What are we doing? You want to talk about institutional problems that we're having in our country. It starts with their, it starts with teaching our kids stuff that matters. And so for mm -hmm. me, I, I would probably, that's something I'm very passionate about. Yeah. 
and that's something I would dedicate resources to. Yeah, no, I love that you mentioned that because I as well believe in what you said. Like I do believe that I even have it on my bio. It's like something that I'm really passionate about of like changing the education system, like get it yes. more hands-on and like teach us things that add value to us. Like I don't care about sitting in class, just being taught things that I don't care about, right? So definitely big on that. Um, and I just and, want to interject. Yeah. That's a big reason why I'm so passionate about side hustling because when you start creating and trying new things, you're inevitably going to be learning yourself. Mm. You know, I learned more Spanish just yeah. working in a restaurant for six months than yeah. I did in five years in school, yeah. you know, so it's getting yourself in there and getting uncomfortable. Mm, amazing. And so first, first question is like, what does community mean, mean to you? And when would you consider someone part, as part of your inner circle? Well, so community for me, is a group of a group of humans all together um passionate or interested in the same you know the same topic whether that's education creative youtube podcasting that's a community um now if you're trying to talk about hey how am i building a tribe those would be community members that are really excited about you and about what you do you're the you're kind of like the tribe leader mm -hmm if you would. And I think as creatives, that's one of the most important things that we can be doing. It's mm -hmm. trying to get to a thousand true fans, a yeah. thousand people that are just blown away by mm -hmm. what you do. And I, I'm getting, taking that from Kevin Kelly, but to me, yeah, community yeah. Is, is that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I mean, inner circle, I mean like the closest people to you, how do you, to what extent do you say, okay, those people are going to be part of my small group of people who I trust a hundred percent and really are excited for me when I grow and when I fail, they're there for me. It's like, the small group of people you would say how when do you know that those are the people that you want to let them in yeah so the, i again kind of going back to a concept we talked about at the beginning ida mm -hmm. it's about reciprocity you know the people mm -hmm. i get closest to are the people that give without any expectation of mm -hmm. a return mm -hmm. you know they're you know they're engaging they're sharing they're commenting they're getting on calls with me um you know and they're not getting on a call because they want to you know, sell me their widget. They want me to be in their network marketing team or something. Mm -hmm. I hate that. Yeah. I hate being tricked into getting these network marketing calls. It drives me bananas. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's that reciprocity. It's, it's giving consistently without any expectation of return. Um, and, and for me, I, I noticed that, you know, yeah. I think as creators, we notice that like, thank you. So, and, and yeah. I think that's the best way. Um, and what's cool about the internet is you know, some of those people that are in, that you're closest to, you might have never met in person. They might be off in another country, yeah. even. Yeah. Um, but you know, so that that's what I'd say. Mm -hmm. So, what is the craziest goal that you have, or you've ever created? The the craziest goal that I yeah. have. Yeah. Gosh, I mean, that's that's a great question. I'd, I'd love. I mean, that goal of having a beach house is is great. Yeah. Um, but that's more of a vision. Um. I, I could say that the biggest goal that I have right now is to develop a large enough of a community to have a, a, a pot, a show that's so popular and so transformative and, and so helpful to people that I can leave, you know, my nine to five job and I can focus solely on that mm -hmm. creation. It doesn't, it's not really, I'm not really driven so much by money, Ida. Yeah. I'm, I'm driven by, you know, waking up with a sense of purpose. So yeah. I think that the largest goal I would have would be, I mean, I mean, you could, the sky's the limit, you know, but yeah, for now, I, think, I mean, yeah. Yeah. For now, I think it's, it's getting to that point where I have enough people that 
I'm delivering value to that I can quit my day job. I can focus solely on that mm. community, on that tribe, on those people that, that need to hear what, mm -hmm. what I'm bringing. Awesome. So the final question here is what is your definition of success? My definition of success unequivocally is waking up in the morning. All your basic needs are met. Yeah. You've got food, shelter, water, et cetera. You're waking up the morning excited about the day. Yeah. You know, I've woken up so many mornings where I was like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My definition of success is waking up excited and ready for the day um, is, 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 is often as possible. There yeah. are going to be days where you have to do yeah. something you don't like, but that, that would be it. Waking oh. up excited. So Mark, thank you so much for all the input that you've given me. And I'm pretty sure that people are going to add, you add so much value. Um, and if people were to connect with you, how should they connect? Oh, Ida, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I love what you're doing online you. as well. Great program. Great questions too. Great questions. Thank you. Make me think. <laughs> thank um, you. You, can, you can find me all over the web, Mark Savant um, or Mark Savant Media. Mm -hmm. Again, all over the web, Mark Savant. You can find me. I'm on YouTube. Uh, my podcast, The After Hours Entrepreneur, uh, is, you know, it's, it's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's on iHeartRate. It's all over the place. So find me on Mark Savant. Um, again, where I'm most passionate about now, YouTube. Uh, LinkedIn and Clubhouse. That's where mm -hmm. I'm going to be spending the majority of my effort right now is, is on those three platforms. Perfect. And if you all want to connect with Mark, and I'm pretty sure you have to connect with Mark, he's awesome. Uh, I'm going to attach all the links to his uh, profile so you can get the chance to meet him. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. So I hope you all guys have an amazing, awesome rest of your day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please feel free to subscribe and rate my podcast. Honestly, it takes a few seconds to do so, but really helps more people to learn about the podcast and impact more people's lives.